He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night. And here we are. It's Monday morning, and we're starting a whole new show. And we got a full studio today. We have uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. We have uh, Congressman Peter King and the chief. Tony John, Car- how you doing? The Tony Carbonetti, the former chief of staff of, of Rudy Giuliani, and we're going to be calling him chief. Of and course. Lydia Serrano on my, on my right, and she's my uh, sidekick. Yes, and we've got a great show once again on this Monday, rainy Monday here in New York City on the number one show at 5 o'clock across the country. we got Bill O'Reilly coming up. And then we'll be speaking to Chairman of Virginia Attorney General Jason Mayaris. I hope I said that right. And he's going to be the anti-Soros. Correct. Gordon Chang will be talking everything we need to know about China, Russia, Ukraine. Dr. Rebecca Grant, she is a national security and policy expert as well as a military analyst. Dr. Mark Siegel. And in studio, we also have Republican for candidate for U.S. Senate in Arizona, Blake Masters. Well, and we and this is a TriCast on ABC, WABC 770, uh, and uh, WLIR, and AM 970, The Answer, and we, uh, we're covering the whole East Coast. That's it. And the parts of Northern Europe, correct? Yes. <laughs> so we got Bill O'Reilly on the line, prolific author, journalist, anchor, uh, historian, and uh He's uh, also likes the Albanian restaurants, the Italian restaurants. Bill O'Reilly, uh, your latest book, Killing the Killers, is uh, killing its way up the New York Times bestsellers list. Well, it's pre-sale, correct? For now, you can yeah, sell- pre-sale uh, out May third, Lydia. Thanks for mentioning it. So, uh, what what is going on? What's the next step for Vladimir Putin? So many people are worried about what could happen next. I mean, this guy seems a little deranged is that a is that a medical term that i can use and he's like a few inches away from the big red button i hope not i hope not. but he's certainly a guy who walks away from um i guess 200 billion dollars they're estimating he's worth here's an interesting thing i found out today um on february 7th putin had his yacht valued at 100 million dollars parked in hamburg germany he moved it um, a little bit east to Kaliningrad, Russia. If you look at the map, and very few people know this, Russia has a slice of territory um, right off the northern German border on the Baltic Sea. It's not connected to the Russian mainland. The Baltic states are between it. And this was a World War II situation. So Putin, way back on February 7th, moved his yacht. And believe me, he didn't do it because he wanted a better view of the Baltic Sea in February. That's not where you go. But he knew that he was going to invade, and he knew that sanctions would put his yacht in jeopardy, as they had with all the oligarchs, the yachts all around the world. So this is just another indicator that this guy um, pre-planned this whole thing. He violated the Budapest Memorandum. Do you guys know what that is, the Budapest Memorandum? You heard 1994. Yeah, 1994. Bill Clinton engineered it. The nuclear weapons. Ukraine promised to give up all nuclear weapons left there by the Soviet Union. So the Soviet Union had a ton of stuff in Ukraine. And when Ukraine became an independent nation after the collapse of the Soviet Union, it kept all the nukes. Well, according to this treaty,
treaty signed by the UK, the USA, Putin and Ukraine, okay, they were to give it up and then Putin promised never to violate its sovereignty, Ukraine's sovereignty. Well, not only did he violate it, now he's committing war crimes all over the place. And, you know, there's no way back for Putin. That's that's the real concerning thing to me. Most of these things have, a, have an exit ramp where you can say, okay, well, this is fire, and then we'll uh, do X, Y, and Z, and everybody signs it, whatever. This guy Putin, I don't, he he can't come back from this. And so, you know, the nuke situation becomes more intense. And the only solution to that is the Russian military overthrowing the guy. Uh, I understand this afternoon there was a proposal. I've been on an airplane all afternoon and in meetings in Florida all day. Uh, so uh, you guys have to fill me in. Uh, was there a proposal this afternoon that he will settle for three territories, including the two? Well, that's a report. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if he can be trusted or not that's either. exactly right. Yeah. Well, I think, look, there's, there's an ongoing dialogue between Ukraine and Russia in Belarus. And the report out of that is that Russia said, yeah, okay, we'll stop killing women and children, but you have to do X, Y, and Z in their onerous uh, terms. And Ukraine said no. Um, that's, I think, what happened, but who knows? You know, and the other thing about this whole thing is when you look at the Internet, which unfortunately you have to these days um, for news coverage because you can't trust the corporate news agencies in America any longer. What a colossal problem that is for our republic. When you look at um, what's coming across from Reuters, the news agency, and, and the others, some of it is just preposterous. It's just you, – you see it – and you go, what exactly is, you know, why are you printing this? You know, you guys have all had your hand in public policy, every one of you, and John now owns WABC Radio. So you do public policy or journalism, you have to make decisions on what to publish and what to say. But on the Internet, they just say anything and publish anything. And it's just, it's so crazy um, that people are confused, they're frightened, they don't know what's going to happen, which no one does. Um, but at this point, America's got to stay firm. I wrote a column, and I hope everybody reads this column, called Defeating Putin on BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a premium member. You should be, but you don't have to be to read the column. You punch it up, and there is the recipe to defeat this evil man right there in the column. Well, you know who also has a recipe to get us back to being energy independent instead of the White House now blaming the sky-high gas prices on the invasion is John Katzmatidis. John, what would you do if you were president of the United well, States? You've already predicted this well before <clears throat> Russia invaded I Ukraine, by the way. I was Maria Bartolomo this morning, and the fact is uh, I can't believe the United States is dealing with Venezuela. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're a subsidiary of Russia. I mean— uh, if Trump would have done this, they would have had him impeached, triple impeached. Uh, and I, I suggested that the president of the United States should set up a meeting uh, between Canada, United States, and Mexico and try to make North America energy independent. So, so and that's the right thing to it's do. Worse, it's worse than that. They're also looking to cut the Iran deal again, making it even worse, and buying oil from Iran. And what Putin is asking, by the way, Bill and John, is for a hold harmless clause as part of this deal. 
But Bill, can, can we actually say now that the Green New Deal ultimately made Putin a petro tyrant because we stopped producing. He knows how to push his oil prices up just by threatening war and then going to war. So we made him a tyrant by stopping. The Green New Deal ultimately made him a t- the petro tyrant he is right now. Well, he was a tyrant before that. Uh, Putin's always been a bad guy from the jump. And Trump had an arrangement with him, and I know this because I know I have access to Trump, pretty much the best access of any journalist in the in the world. He made a deal with uh, Putin. I said this before on WABC Radio, and the deal was, you don't embarrass me, I won't embarrass you. Um, and Putin basically bided his time um, until Trump got out of there, and then he, he put his finger up to the wind, and he said, the West is weak. I'm strong. I have $700 billion in a slush fund here, and I'm going to do what I want. But I think John's idea is very good, because if you would open up Alaska, just Alaska, that's all you have to open. And this is a message to Joe Biden, who is not smart enough. You know, I used to think it was age. I thought it was age. And now I've come to the conclusion, yes, age doesn't help. But he's just not a particularly intelligent man. And neither is anyone around him. And remember, he was the only cabinet member that told Barack Obama not to go after uh, Osama bin Laden. And that's that's part of my book, Killing the Killers, coming up. He's the only one who advised against that rate. So I don't think Biden is smart enough to understand how vital fossil fuel energy is to the world. I don't think he understands it. But, you know, I don't agree with Lisa Murkowski, the senator from Alaska, on much. And I hope she loses her reelection run in November. But she clearly states, if you would just take the restrictions off us in Alaska, we could supply not only the United States, but about 30 percent of the world with oil. Just us. And they won't do it. So what Joe Biden did was totally indefensible. I mean, shutting down the pipeline, stopping the exploration of the Arctic. I mean, this is absolute insanity. And now we're paying the price for it. And we're going to continue to pay the price unless he reverses course. Well, what everything he does, America <clears throat> loses. Everybody else wins. What do you, Bill O'Reilly, what do you say to people like even Jen Psaki, again, was specifically asked during her press briefing before you know, we saw these gas prices going up well before uh, Putin. Yeah, but the problem, the problem that Ducey, and he's the only one there in the yes. White House press corps that will challenge the Biden administration. The rest won't, and that's pathetic. The problem with Ducey is he, he, his questions are not precise enough. So the way you quiz Saki is this. Um, Madam Press Secretary, always address her that way, okay? When Donald Trump left office, the average price of a gasoline in the United States was $2.30. The week before Putin invaded Ukraine, the average price of a dollar, and then you give the price for the week before. I don't have that offhand, Mm -hmm. okay? But it was around $3.310. That's how you do it. And then now it's $4 a gallon. So taking Putin out of the equation, gas prices had risen more than a dollar a gallon. Then you strip her of that. You see, you you crush her. Mm-hmm. And why this isn't what, you know, there isn't anyone in any of the corporate news agencies in charge now. And I know them all. There's not one person 
who understands how journalism should be practiced. Not one. It would like having the American Medical Association run by a hockey player. Okay? They don't know how to instruct their journalists on how to do their job. You know, it's not hard. You ask precision questions. You stop the propaganda cold. So Saki said today, well, no, it's Putin. He's responsible for all the price rises at the pump in America. That's a lie. And you can prove the lie on the spot if you have on your notebook the stats. But they don't. Drives me up the wall. Now, it has made my independent news agency at BillOReilly.com the most powerful and profitable independent news agency in the world. Not in the country. This dereliction of journalism duty that you see in the corporate media have enriched me. But I'm still furious about it. Because, I, I mean, I'm sitting there going, this is insane. You, these people are not going to tell you. The Biden administration is not going to tell you the truth. Period. You're not getting the truth from Jen Psaki. And you know what? She's good at what she does. She's slick. But you've got to nail her with the facts. That's what a good You're reporter does. Right. Get them with the facts. What are you going to be talking about on your show tonight at 9 o'clock on WABC Radio? Cuomo. Oh, he's I mean, been I'm around. He's been Putin around. I'm going to talk about Biden, and I'm going to talk about uh, – I got a really fun clip of me and Jon Stewart going at it 10 years ago about <clears throat> what's happening right now in the media. But Cuomo goes to Brooklyn into a very friendly uh, thing, and he gives a speech, Okay. This was very fascinating to me. And he says, I'm a victim of the cancel culture, which is true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Okay. And then he says, I didn't get afforded due process. Due process is very simple. It is the presumption of innocence when an American is accused of anything. That's gone now in our culture. It's wiped out Mm -hmm. by that far left, wiped it out. Okay, so if you're accused of anything, automatically you are to get a presumption of innocence until your accuser can come up with facts, evidence to convict you of whatever the of whatever the accusation is. That's our system. That's what our cultural um, uh, that's what our culture is based on. You are not guilty because somebody alleges something against you. And it's, you know, once you lose that, you become a totalitarian society. So he's right. Cuomo's right. Because nobody proved anything in the misbehavior zone. Now, what did Cuomo do when uh, Kavanaugh was getting clowned? Did you, do you remember what Cuomo did? He jumped all over Kavanaugh. Yeah, Judge Kavanaugh. When he was getting accused and denied due process you must believe by the higher left-wing exactly. press, what did Cuomo do? Believe all the women, he said. No, he oh. didn't do that. Oh, I thought he did. No. He said Kavanaugh should take a lie detector test. That's what he said. And he was running around with it. Mm-hmm. He was on his brother's CNN show. Lie detector test. Lie- Wait a minute. Hold it. That's not due process. The allegation people are to prove it. You don't have to disprove it. That's not due process. You can defend yourself and put forth a defense, but lie detector test? No, because then you're trying to 
disprove the allegation rather than the person making the allegation prove it. So Cuomo threw it out, due process for Kavanaugh, but he wants it for himself. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Well, Bill O'Reilly, we'll be listening in tonight at uh, 9 o'clock on WABC Radio 770 uh, and com worldwide on Alexa and on your iPad at 77WABC. Uh, thank you so much for telling the American people the truth, and we'll all be listening. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank See you. you.